Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through, Queen. Hey, Brendan. Hello, Daniel. How's it going? We're, Good. We're, we're, we got a weird week this week. Yeah. Because it's light on the Bravo content. But heavy on the Peacock content. Yeah, of course. Maybe Peacock's our future. Maybe Peacock's the future. Obviously, we're going to get to Traders, which you and mm-hmm. I both binged all 10 episodes this past weekend. As you should have. And as we always do, we have timestamps in our show notes. So yeah. you can skip ahead if you have not watched Traders. We'll give you plenty of warning so you're not... Rolling into spoilers. But you should watch Traders. But you should watch Traders. It's actually the most important thing that you can watch right now. For sure. But before we get to that, there was some clips of an interview between Chris Wallace Andy, and Andy Cohen mm-hmm. that came this came up this week. Yeah, so Andy so Chris Wallace, who used to be on Fox News, he used to host the Sunday show on Fox News. Now is at CNN, and he was supposed to be one of the people who started CNN Plus, like Allison Roman, like Allison Roman, but that flopped. So they like moved him over, and now he does, I guess, two long form interviews a week for HBO Max, but then they're cut um, and spliced into an episode of his show that I guess airs on Sunday nights on CNN. Yeah. So last week, Andy Cohn was one of the guests. Mm. And I remember like Andy hyping this up on Radio Andy the week before. Before like, before he even did the interview or no, after it recorded? After he recorded being like, it's like such a dynamic interview. I'm mm. really excited about this. I think he was excited about like being on a different kind of medium, like being interviewed by a different kind of person. And I actually will say he kept that attitude after like the quote unquote fallout from sure. this interview. 
Which the fallout was in two parts. And I me personally, like, I don't think it's that serious. I think it's mm. like Andy Cohen just like he's on the radio all the time. He's just someone who has who talks. Sure. And like misspeaks, much, probably. Much like us. Yeah, I'm always saying something stupid. Yeah. But like the first thing that Chris Wallace uh kind of challenged him on was asking if asking him if he was embarrassed to have like been the head of like this housewives franchise. And I think Chris Wallace showed him a lot of like clip, like a lot of the, like the worst of the worst clips, mm. like Amsterdam with Lisa Rinna, like breaking that glass, like clips like that. Yeah. So I, I of, didn't see this. So tell me. Yeah. I didn't see it. I, I didn't see the actual clip either. I just heard Andy talk about okay. it. Okay. So there's that. And then the other big thing that like certain people are like harping on is that Chris Wallace kind of like had a, I guess for, lack of a better term, a gotcha moment mm. about Jen Shaw. Okay. And kind of pinned Andy down on saying that after ple- Jen Shaw had pled guilty, Andy had said he hopes she doesn't serve any time. Yes. And so this has been a big to do. And like, I get it. People are pissed off because Jen Shaw did bad things. Yeah. Um, so people have been t- running around in circles talking about it. There's been certain people like, just up in arms in a way that sure. I don't know how you feel, but it's like, I, Jen Shaw did bad things. I don't agree with Andy here, but it's also like, what do you want? What do you want? Well, I, I also think like Andy and probably the castmates on Salt Lake city were stuck in the, the talking point of like, Oh, well I hope, I hope she's innocent. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want her to go to jail, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So, like, he was probably just, like, still in that mindset. Yeah. But, obviously, I don't think he's, like, writing letters to the judge saying, don't give her a long sentence. Exactly. It's just, like, somebody who is, like, in the thick of all of this mm-hmm. and who isn't thinking and says something stupid. Yeah. Um. That being said, Chris Wallace then was on Andy Cohen's radio show today. Yeah. And they talked a little bit about that, but like the thing that Andy wanted to talk more about was the thing about him being embarrassed to have like be the executive producer of this Housewives franchise. And he asked Chris Wallace, are you embarrassed to have worked for Fox News for all the years that you did? (laughs) (laughs) Which I think was, which was like a fun moment. And they're... Their conversation was like interesting. It was very friendly. It's not like two enemies. They're not going like at each other in the media. They're sure. obviously like they find each other amusing or like find each other interesting. Well, but... I mean, I'm sure Chris is loving it because I didn't even know he had this series. Exactly. Going Me neither. On. Yeah. It's like the first bit of news he's gotten out of it. Yeah. And it's like Andy Cohen. Thank you, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, the whole Jen Shaw thing is. A disaster. I think we're kind of landing at the one-on-one special not happening anymore. And you know what? I don't need it to happen. I'm yeah. done. I know. I think last week or whenever we reported on the actual sentencing, we were both like, we don't need the one-on-one. I like barely even want to like utter her name on this podcast anymore. Mm. Just because, Not because I'm like holier than now about it. Just because like I'm sick of talking about yeah, it. Yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah, exactly. But... On a related note, we did learn this week that 
the Salt Lake City reunion might be three parts. Yeah. Unless it's a relic of them baking in a potential Jen Shaw one-on-one interview. Uh, I don't know. What are they going to talk about? I mean, we we do have the one-week break right now, which is why we're not covering Salt Lake City. But I I feel like it it might end up being a two-part. I mean, like, not hopefully, but it's just like watching the trailer for the Mm. reunion it's like they barely had enough for the trailer for the reunion yeah it felt like i mean and i pointed out last week we usually get the reunion trailer during the day Mm -hmm. before it airs after the episode and they they broke tradition by not doing that this week yeah yeah uh i wanted to wait Late breaking news. Oh. Coming from Jen Shaw herself. Alex just texted this to us. Oh my God. So she just released a statement oh saying God. official statement from Jen Shaw regarding the one on one with Andy Cohen and Bravo. I guess we should just read this. Sure, yeah. So on January 6th. <laughs> why, why are we invoking? <laughs> God, I stood before Judge Stein and asked him to see me not as a fictionalized character, but as the real Jen Shaw. I'm now at a point legally, emotionally, and mentally where I can answer some questions and provide a few unknown details about my case. I want and need to share these critical facts. I owe it to those that love and support me to hear the truth. I will not be doing the one-on-one with Andy Cohen and Bravo because of their unwillingness to remove contractual provisions that would allow the network to legally make misrepresentations of me and my story relating to any and all topics prior to and during the course of my participation. (laughs) This specific one-on-one interview was not part of my Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reality TV contract. I promise myself and my loving family that I will not allow this portion of my life to be sensationalized or inaccurately conveyed. Too many people have have been hurt by my actions and my inability to control my own narrative. I would rather remain silent and wait until I am able to accurately share my story than continue having complete lies and misrepresentations about me smeared across the headlines. I intend to speak and you will hear from me. I will share my story and this painful part of my life very soon. Jen Shaw. Wow. Wow. I mean, very soon. She's only got a month I know. at this point. So. Who do you think it's going to be with? So I even wonder... Well, okay, so there's two things. Number one, I would imagine she wants to do something where she could make money off yeah. of whatever interview she's giving. Mm-hmm. The counterpoint would be, if you want full control, you simply record something and post it on your Instagram, much like yeah. this. You're not making any money, but you're not running the risk of misrepresentation <clears throat> and lies spread about you, whatever you, whatever she's trying to say here. Um uh- one thing that comes to mind is that obviously ABC and Hulu have been doing a lot mm. around the Jen Shaw case and a lot around the housewives in general. Like there was a GMA piece mm, this yeah. morning and I think there's going to be a nightline thing. So I could see her going that route. Cause that's like the one big outlet that's talking about it. And but the Hulu documentaries, I think were like pay to play. For, for the participants in the, like the talking heads. Which I think, but like usually that kind of stuff would not be paid. I know. That's what I'm saying. Is like, I, how is M- ABC News going to pay Jen Shaw for an, an interview? I don't know. Yeah. Or I don't know about news ethics these days, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I, I just wonder like where, where could she land where she would get paid? I mean, wouldn't Bravo be that space? I know, but I'm sure 
she's probably trying to get more money than Bravo is offering mm-hmm. for it. Cause she thinks like this is bigger than Bravo. Yeah. But maybe she's like not looking to be paid. Maybe she actually just is like wants to tell her story in the next five days or however long she has. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, what an interesting late breaking news, huh? Wow. Um, speaking of reunions, speaking of reunions, we have the Potomac seating chart. Yeah. And do you want me to read it out? Yes. So I always get confused by this. So I'm going to read it from left to right, even though that's not how I view it. Okay. But we'll see. Sure. Okay. So on the very left. Yes. Mia. Mia, which she was on the end last year. Yes. Okay. Next to her, Robin. Which makes some sense. They're allies. She was filming Robin Dixon Zone. Yes. Okay. Candace. Which makes sense because Robin was defending Candace against yes. Giselle. Karen. Okay. Andy. Yes, of course. Then we've got Giselle. I mean, Karen and Giselle, who can knock them off their spots next to Andy? Exactly. Then we've got Ashley. Okay. Ashley, Giselle, that makes sense. And then Wendy. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make a ton of sense. So the way I view it, mm. if you want it to make sense in like traditional allies would be on either side together. Mm-hmm. You would move Robin and Mia to the other side to be with Giselle and Ashley. And then you would move Wendy over next to Candace. Yeah. But I think this is not a new thing where the traditional planning of seating charts is out is, the window, is out the window, not really occurring anymore. Yeah. Like they're placing not, sworn enemies but maybe people on opposite sides mm-hmm. next to each other yeah you know what i kind of miss about the covid era mm-hmm. of reunions theater in the round theater in the round where it's like yeah, very shakespearean yeah and it didn't really matter as much where you sat because you were six feet apart <laughs> from somebody regardless yeah <laughs> taking all necessary precautions <laughs> <laughs> except like in between breaks sitting on top of each Making other making out with yeah. each other <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah I mean I I'm looking forward to that I'm looking forward where do we place Jacqueline where do we place Sharice right do we think Jacqueline's invited right I would think Sharice is invited right I would think Hope. I mean like hopefully I mean we're getting like both Angie's and Dana in Salt Lake City well and- I mean, the room is empty without them. So. And probably like seven more Angies they found off the street. The choir will perform yeah. Yeah. behind them. The daddy bear guy. The daddy bear. Bears of Bravo. <laughs> no, I'm I'm looking forward to the Potomac. I mean, the Potomac reunion is always a touch iconic. What do you think the theme of their outfits will be? Because they traditionally all wear the same color, similar colors. Okay, so Dave Quinn posted something today on Twitter saying like, Today's a great day to wear blue. Oh. So I think they're wearing blue, which we have not seen them in, obviously. Okay. Ramona blue? No. <laughs> Can you imagine they all like walked in with like <laughs> the classic Ramona cut? <laughs> the thing is, like, sadly, Giselle will probably walk in on that. I mean. <laughs> with that. <laughs> yes, please. A- an homage. I mean, she's an OG honoring another OG. An OG who she's squashed that beef with. She squashed the beef. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's great. I love that. Um, 
Uh, just speaking of Dave Quinn, real quick, this is just New Jersey related. He tweeted that Danielle Cabral or Cabral, the new Danielle, the new Danielle on Jersey was featured in an MTV True Life I'm a Staten Island girl mm-hmm. nearly 20 years ago. That was like the era. That I was watching those True Lives like it was dinner. I probably watched that exact True Life because you know, like the True Life I'm on the Jersey Shore spawned mm. Jersey Shore. Yeah, of the, course. The TV yeah. show. It yeah. Was a, it was an inspiration, yeah. And Dave reminded everyone that her plot in that was that she was an aspiring actress trying to lose her Staten Island accent. Mm. And I related to her plot point so much because growing up, I heard all the Staten Island accents around me and I said, I don't want to sound like this. And I hope I'm achieving the goal. I wouldn't call what you're doing Staten Island, but there's definitely like things. There's moments. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've always said like, you know, you get a few... A few drinks in me, and then it becomes like more Staten Island. Yeah, it's more like there's just like certain words that you pronounce in an interesting way, but I like it. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, yeah. Unfortunately, this episode not available online. Yeah, like, we'll find it though. Paramount, Paramount Plus, MTV.com, nowhere to be found. Everyone call Mr. MTV. You know, this kind of harkens back to when we were hunting down Dina Manzo's My Big Fat. Expensive wedding yeah. episode. We need to get into the vaults at MTV. <laughs> yes. There's so much content there. And VH1. Yes. Like it's all the same company. But there's so much content there. Like I sometimes go on the Reddit for the real world just to see what's up. And mm. people are always complaining about how oh. not all the seasons are on Paramount Plus. And like yeah. we need to like do some archiving. Well, kids. you know, the problem with those networks, MTV, VH1... So many of their shows had so much mu- actual music, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that the licensing has all expired and like you got to somehow cut it out. And I'm not sure it's quite as easy as these days as they're editing a show. Mm-hmm. The files are probably like here, mm-hmm. remove this piece very easily mm-hmm. versus like stuff with old technology. We need to get a scientist mm. who this is their job. <laughs> yeah. That like, they figure this out for us. I mean, the AI artists, let's put the AI to like work. Yeah. It's so easy to create like a weird photo of yourself <laughs> looking like, like a, you're in a castle. <laughs> like a friggin' like spaceship captain. Yeah. Let's, Can, let's, let's get the AI to work. Let's get the AI to remove the music. Let's so get Megan in there. Let's get Megan. <laughs> Megan, I'm sure we'll be happy to help. Yeah. What's her little friend's name? The like Alexa dupe, like Eve, not Eve, Elise. Elise, yes. I think Elise. Something like Elsie? that. Elsie. Elsie. It was Elsie. Yeah. Mm-mm. Team up. Okay. We need to get to the television event. I'd say of the year, just because we're we're only three weeks into the year. So far. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. The television event of the year, traders. <sighs> okay. Neither you nor I watched British Traders. No. Which, and it was also based on like another country's show. Oh, too. was it? Yeah. But the gag is that the streets are telling me that American Traders was actually filmed before British Traders. I know. We misspoke a week or two ago saying that 
American traders rolled in, used all the challenges, mm -hmm. and rolled out. Where lo and behold, Allen and friends were there first. Which is so interesting. Because British traders aired first. Yeah, and then the British traders got so attached to like the host there. Mm. But everyone seemed to give Alan a chance. Alan Cumming. I mean, Alan Cumming, reality TV host Emmy. Give it to him. Rue has enough. Yeah. I think Alan is bringing something new to the table. Alan is pretending like this is his castle. Mm-hmm. Alan is wearing... The wardrobe department's clothing, like his, his life depends on it. Yeah. And I got to say, this is part, before we get into like the nitty gritty, a wardrobe department was outfitting the entire cast. Right? I don't know. I, th this is, I think so. Yes. Cause, cause if you walk into the big brother, everyone looks like mishmash wearing different clothes. This, everyone kind of like had variations on a theme. But like then mm. if we're going that route, then Kate Chastain is insulting the wardrobe department who's dressing her as part of the plot. Wait, why is she insulting them? Because she kept on going after Rachel Riley's looks. Oh, yeah. But like maybe it was like a collaborative effort. Like wardrobe presents you with these options and like Rachel's selecting these pieces. Maybe. I'm not quite sold on that, but I'll, like, go with that. Mm. Um, Don't you think everyone looks so, like, like, po like polo player, Scottish I mean, some people fields. did. Some people did. Yeah. I just felt like, for certain people I noticed, I felt like, oh, these people are savvy and got stylists. Oh. Like, I think Kate Chastain hired a stylist. I mean, if we're if we're going outside of okay. them having a wardrobe sure. person for the whole show, I think Kyle hired a stylist because I saw Paige comments under his thing about his clothes. <laughs> and I think she was a part of that. But what about the humans? I didn't really notice their clothes all that much. So, the, but the humans felt like they were wearing similar clothes to the celebrities. I don't know. Maybe I mean, maybe I I see your theory. I'll mm. go with it if it is. Yeah. But I think. There was some personal touches there. Okay. This is a great segue into the humans. So you mean like the people who weren't celebrities? Yeah. So it's like humans and celebrities, of course. Yeah. yeah. So in in the UK version, all humans. Yeah. In the United States, ten humans, ten celebrities. Yeah. And should we let's go down to the celebrities just so people know mm. in case like you forgot who? Okay. Or in case they like want to get into it and. We're not at spoiler land yet. And okay, like maybe. Sure, sure. So first of all, from Big Brother, mm. Cody, who was on two seasons of Big Brother and won one of them. Yes. Rachel Riley, Big Brother legend, but one of the most annoying people on Big Brother. And I think she won once as well. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, my favorite moment of hers is when her and that gay person fought and he ate her up. <laughs> um, Sari, who's a legend on Survivor. Okay. Stephanie, who's a MAGA survivor. Oh, <laughs> okay, but both, you know what? Here's the funny thing about both of them. Both appeared on Survivor so long ago. And I didn't realize they kind of like pretty much appeared right after I stopped watching. Right. But it, yeah. And, and I think 
Sheree definitely did, did the game like three or four times. Yeah, she like kept on coming up. Stephanie, I don't think only did it once. I think she might have done it at least twice. Yeah. So like these are people that have been around the survivor block a few times. Yeah. Um, Ari from The Bachelor. Okay. Who I remember when his season was airing, people didn't like him, but spoiler alert, I kinda liked him on this mm-hmm. show. Okay. Um, Brandy Glanville, Housewives, of obviously. Ryan Lochte, Olympian. But like they credit him in this show for like his reality stuff. <laughs> oh, really? They do? Yeah, because it's all reality oh, stars. Yeah. Um Kate Chastain from Below Deck. Of course. Uh Kyle Cook from Summer House. Legend. And then Reza from Shaws of Sunset. Okay. Let's jump into... Re- okay, now we're spoiling. This is now the spoiler cutoff. Yeah. So now you could jump ahead to Potomac if you don't want to be spoiled for traitors. Sure. Okay. Reza, it's a shame. It should be in the celebrities' contracts that you cannot be voted out first. Right. But also, like, he was flying way too close to the sun. Mm. He was annoying in that first challenge. I know, but, like, who... Who would know that for him to be annoying when he gets out and then for Kate to be annoying, she's the shield for the most of the season. I know, but Kate, like annoying, but funny, <laughs> but, but funny to us. I'm not, was she funny to them? She's not to the contestants, yeah. but I think some of them started to like her and mm. Reza wasn't, a, wasn't funny to either. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> like Kate was funny to the, audience Mm -hmm. obviously yeah um but i will say we were considering naming reza the one true queen this week at the end of the podcast Mm. just google him in uh kyle richards and see what comes up (laughs) (laughs) i mean he's making up for um lost time on the traders lost time on the traders kind of putting his name out there for sure yeah okay who do you want to talk about next i mean the thing is what i wanted to see and what could have happened but didn't happen. I wanted to see a Brandy Kate Kyle alliance. Mm. And Brandy and Kate didn't ever quite get there together with Kyle. I think Brandy was more into Kyle than Kate was. Sure. Kate threw Kyle under the bus at points, which was sad. Okay, so I we're gonna be circling back to Kate a hundred times this episode because mm-hmm. she's like the sun and everyone's orbiting around her. But like as entertaining as she was and made the show, she was always wrong. She was always wrong. She wasn't good at the actual game. You know who's good at the game? Brandy, Brandy. and Kyle. Yeah, Brandy and Kyle. I mean, especially Brandy, I think like in episode two, had two of the three traders figured out. Yeah. I mean, I'm not diminishing Brandy's abilities. To me, it kind of felt like she like landed on them by luck a little bit. Yeah. Because I mean, my complaint of this show is truly, what are we basing this off of? It's like all about vibes. I know. But so for me, by the time that Kyle put the pieces together, I think there was more to go off of. For sure. Because like, he's noticing like, okay, these people are, Cody and Suri are being very quiet. Mm Mm-hmm. And Christian is is being very obvious that he's a traitor. And like with the Kyle of it all, he was using 
a lot of common sense. He got a tip off after Ryan was voted out. He got a tip off. Cody tried to come to him mm. and say stuff about Ryan. And yeah. Kyle was closest to Ryan in the game. Yeah. And so Kyle tried to be smart about it, but there were so many idiots in the house that yeah. he tried to go to people he thought he trusted to try to turn the house against Cody. Yeah. And those people were fucking so stupid. That was the that was the most frustrating round table when um Andy like Oh yeah. turned it on on Kyle. Turned on Kyle and they like made everyone else turn on Kyle in that round table. I know. I mean Kyle needed to set the plan in motion before the round table. If I were Kyle, I would have tried to appeal to the other Bravo liberties in the house. And I would have gone to Brandy probably. Well, Brandy was gone by the time Kyle was getting oh, evicted. She was. Damn it. I forgot about that. Yeah. All that he had left was Kate. Kate. And Kate didn't necessarily trust him. And Kate just had her own agenda that was anti Rachel Riley, <laughs> which who can blame her? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Vicky or Rachel Riley. <laughs> Feud oh, it was so funny. It reminded me of of Marlo and Sh- and Sh- uh, Sheree going. Ah! <laughs> they would just be screaming at each other with with no points being made. But do you know what it was actually really reminiscent of? Rachel Riley versus Brittany in mm. the Big Brother house. Okay, because Kate and Brittany from what what season was that? Like eight or oh, something? I don't know. Yeah, like have such similar senses of humor mm. that like Rachel can't even go near or okay. understand. Sure. So like they can say something to Rachel's face and she's like, what? <laughs> Rachel was a great, great choice. Great casting. It, she really was. You need someone like that. For sure. There's a reason that she is so famous in the big brother world. And it's not because She's beloved, though I'm sure there are people who love her. Mm. Like there are people who love everybody. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Um, Ari, you mentioned he did grow on me, especially as I'm like an anti bachelor bachelorette mm-hmm. activist. I appreciated his participation. He also was starting to like get on to like the Cody of it all early mm. on, and Cody was getting scared, which I loved. So then they recruited him. Yeah. I mean, which, the re- like. So, so that's like another, so, so my problem with the game is this number <clears> one, we're basing who the traitor is solely on who's being killed in the night. Yeah. So that, that's tough. Like I'm arguing we need like mission sabotage, mm-hmm. which I know is going to mole territory, but okay. There needs sure. to be clues somewhere. A clue, a hint, something. I mean, when they were trying to make the, the, the piece of paper slipping out of uh, Kate's dress a clue. It's like we're grasping at anything. We're grasping at straws. Yeah. There's nothing there. So then the other thing of like getting recruited is like, okay, can I know how many traders there are? Exactly. <laughs> like, and, and then like, if I'm getting rid of one and you're putting a new one in, where does this, how do I even know how many votes I need? Exactly. And there were also points where as an audience member, we were presented with the three traders, and then there would be all this like 
drama like after somebody would be like chosen in the round mm. table that I thought, oh, are there other traitors that I don't know? And maybe is somebody <laughs> else going to be revealed? Because we'd go to a fucking commercial break between the person being named. And I'm like, which by the way, like oh. I know you're trying to prepare to go air on Bravo, yeah, but yeah. it's like to be streaming on Peacock and to set us up for these commercial breaks is so annoying. I know. It's true. Like <clears throat> they can't, they can't do two edits. Yeah. Please. I mean, listen, we give the editors plenty of praise when it comes to these shows in general, but like we also need to critique when necessary. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Anyone else you want to discuss in detail? Um, Sari. I mean, Sari played an excellent game for so, what the game was. So we have the three traders. We have Christian, awful hu- human, awful human, Cody, and Sari. And from like the jump, Sari was the one who kn- knew how to play it yeah. as traitor. It was like so interesting to see her. She would have like full fledged conversations about people in the drama going on and people speculating. And she would participate in a way that didn't make her like look guilty at all. Yeah. But also she kept her like hands clean. Yeah. Meanwhile, like Cody's like trembling. Yeah. Christian is overacting. Looking, looking this way and that way. Yeah. Guys, I have an announcement. I've been recruited. <laughs> so <laughs> But <stupid>. I denied it. <laughs> Horrible. But, I mean, both him and Cody walking into breakfast with these like pronouncements. Can't you see the answer is just shut up and be quiet? I know. And you'd think Cody would know, especially like <laughs> learning from like Derek in mm. his first season of Big Brother where he came in second, where Derek was like the calm, cool, collected one. Yeah. A cop, by the way. Oh, Derek. A de- yeah, detective, yeah. Oof. Ryan Lochte, chief doofus. Love, loved him. Loved him. I could watch hours of him. <laughs> uh, you know, here's the thing. I'm glad he's on season one of Traitors, where, where no one really knows what's going on. Because I think season two is going to be a different game. Yeah. Let's put him on season two, too. No, no, no. <laughs> we, we, like, I can't do doofus energy season two. <laughs> I love doofus energy. It's so fun to watch. That's like, I like Doofus Energy on these kind of shows because mm. I don't really care about the gameplay all that I much. Know, I know. It's so secondary to me. I care about the personalities. Yeah. Okay. For season two, would you want same 10 and 10? Would you want 20 humans? Would you want 20 celebrities? 20 celebrities. And I know a lot, <laughs> a lot of people who care about gameplay just want 20 humans. I want 20 fucking celebrities. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be fun to do like human celebrity, human celebrity. No. No? Okay. I just, I only want to watch celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Were, were there any celebs that we haven't uh, given attention to? Brandy? Brandy Glanville? I mean, Brandy Glanville, I would say reality television mainstay. She's going to spend the rest of her life jumping from show to show. I actually think like I want to land on this and maybe a bonus episode somewhere of The Housewives how many reality shows Housewives have individually done? Yeah. I mean, I think Brandy's far. The winner. Yeah. By far. Yeah. 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 Because she even fucked with like Celebrity Big Brother UK. She did that. She she was on like VH1 Celebrity like Yeah. A, like I think a Dr. Drew family rehab show. Mm-hmm. She's done it all. But I think she had a great showing on this. Mm-hmm. As like a person, right? 
Yeah, I think so too. I think she made friends. I listened to her. So mm. she did a podcast episode with Kate back in November after they had filmed this, obviously, mm. but before they could really talk about it. Yeah. And they, I mean, they talked about their friendship and they talked about all of that. And it was interesting hearing the two of them talk about like what they would want to do next as far as reality TV went. Yeah. And Brandy, of course, was talking about like she'd be good to go back to Beverly Hills. Sure. But I also think like she's good on these shows because she's actually really good at making friends when the stakes are low. Mm. When it's not about like the drama, like of fighting oh. as much. Sure, sure, sure. And Kate kind of said the same thing. Kate was like, I don't think I could do a housewives because I can't do like the bullshit of like having to be social the way like she was talking about how like beyond below deck was great because it was about working and sure. all the other like drama and funny stuff came secondary. Yeah. And the same thing for this show. It's like, it's about this competition and like, then you can fuck around and like have the fun drama and it doesn't all have to be like relationship based. Sure. Okay. I'm going to drop in right now. And say, like, the spoilers are over. Okay. We're going to talk now about casting for season two. Okay. Okay. How do you want to do this? I mean, we each picked 10 celebrities, right? Yeah. Okay. I have them separated, uh, women and men, just because as I was coming up with names, the women came first, of course. Oh, I wrote down... Oh, roles. I wrote down each of this year's cast member and, like, what their, like, show or role was. Sure. And then I went... A parallel, a, a parallel path. Wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. Why don't you do that? I think that's interesting. And then I'll like tell you if I have any copycats and then give you my, my leftovers. Okay. So I started with big brother mm. and so I didn't do tit for tat. So like there's two big brothers, there's two survivors. I don't watch survivors. So yeah. I, I kind of picked around that there's a bachelor. I went in that world for that. Actually. Oh, wow. Congrats. Um, there's a housewife. I picked a housewife. Of course, well, I mean, we would be clowns if we didn't. I picked an athlete for Ryan. Yeah, of course. And then for the three other Bravo shows, I picked people from miscellaneous Bravo shows. Not so like, yeah. I wasn't necessarily like, oh, there's a blow deck. I need to yeah, blow no, deck. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So for Big Brother, yeah. the first person I picked was Michael, who was on this most recent season of Big Brother. <gasps> Tall gay. Good answer, good answer, good Tall answer. Tall gay. Just because... His um, his leaving the show was probably the most exciting like couple weeks in the season. Yeah, he flew way too close to the sun. He kept on winning competitions. Yeah, and I was like, that would be exciting to rewatch that energy in this sure competition before he's brought. I'm sure he'll be brought back for an All Stars yeah. one day. But yeah, and I think like to join him from Big Brother, I wanted to see because of their relationship almost. Janelle. Okay. Because Janelle's obviously a big brother legend yeah. and she was famously a big fan of Michael yes. when he was in the house. And I just like would love to see that play out. Yeah. Okay. So I had two big brother people as well. Okay. Janelle. Okay. And Derek Zhao. Yeah. Oh, other Derek. Sorry. Yeah. Who was I? I was thinking Derek from. He was the one who. No, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. thinking Derek from Cody season. Yeah. No, 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 no. Okay. Oh yeah. Of course I want to see Derek. I know. I was going to say like, you have the biggest boner for him. <laughs> um, okay. So then I went to Survivor. Okay. And there's two spots to fill there, but I don't watch Survivor. I only took one. Yeah. So I did take one spot for yeah. Survivor, but then I took 
the other spot for miscellaneous competition reality show Mm -mm. that I've watched, but you haven't watched. All right. So my first spot here is Mike White. Ah, I actually, as you were saying, as you were saying the survivor, I was like, Oh my God, wait, Mike, Mike White. And I didn't think that was going to be the person that you were going to say. And then here we are. And the thing is like, Mm. I'm trying to be realistic in this list. And I think it is. realistic. And I think it's realistic. (laughs) (laughs) Even though he's like a fucking, he just won a fucking golden globe. Emmys, golden globes. Yeah. Yeah. He, he would do this kind of show still for, he did survivor twice and And he did amazing Amazing race. Race. Yeah. Please, please. And then my second one here is Amara from claim to fame and claim to fame, which I talked about was the show where everyone in the house was related to a celebrity. Right. Who's she related to? Whoopi Goldberg. So Mm. this is Whoopi's granddaughter. And the daughter was a producer of the show. Was she? Or was she on the show? No, no. The granddaughter was a contestant. Okay. And I thought the daughter was involved somehow as well. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think so. But so Amara was a contestant. She was like kind of like a leader in the house until she was voted off. And then when she was voted off, she like kind of popped off and was like really mad at everyone and was very entertaining to watch. Okay. And she's Whoopi Goldberg's granddaughter. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, For Survivor, I had Jerry Manthe. I don't know if that rings a bell for you. She was on Elizabeth's. Liz okay. Hasselbeck's season. She was... So remember season one was Richard Hatch is the villain. Mm-hmm. Season two, Jerry Manthe was the villain. Okay. She was like... She had the curly hair. Okay. She was like seducing Cody. Do you remember Cody? Maybe I like... Colby. Colby? Colby? Something with a C like and a Y. I want to say. Would, okay. Colby. Yeah. I just remember... Who was the lady who won that season? We talked about her recently. Tina Wesson, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah, loved her. Yeah. No, but, vibes. but I think Jerry, so I, I, she's been back on Survivor twice after. I didn't watch those seasons, but I do think she is kind of like the same vein of Siri, like good reality TV legend. Good, good. We'll take it. Okay. Continue on. Did you have a second person that like, I only had one Survivor spot? person. Okay, okay. Yeah. So then, um, Bachelor Nation. Yeah, I don't have anything. Yeah. I went for, and I, this actually might be below her, but Rachel Lindsay. Oh, yeah, yeah, who, sure, sure, sure. She's a ledge. I mean, she just co-hosted The View today. You know, I would have gone like a Bachelorette person, but like my my female slots were like too stacked. Sure, sure. So, I mean, like, obviously we all know about Rachel Lindsay. She was the first black Bachelorette. Yeah, she yeah. also has proved just to be like, keep herself relevant in the news mm. and which is why I think it might be below her, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I still support my choice. Okay, sure. And then, um, do you want to go housewives? Cause I think housewives is where we overlap. Sure. If I were to guess. Yeah. One, two, three. Candace. Hello. Oh, well. <laughs> it's like, like when, when Candace is not on the screen, I'm asking where is Candace? <laughs> and she's just like, she's so tuned into like everything pop culture these days mm. that, It'd be great. She also, like, would know some of these folks probably. She watches mm. Big Brother, so, like, she would, mm. like, know of, like, sure, some of these sure, people, sure. that kind of thing. She w- If she got the gig, I'm sure she would do her research. Of course. Like a proper student. Of course. Yeah. Um, Athletics. Who do you have? So this person, I don't know that well, but I know... That he's hot and he's been on Watch Robbins Live and he, I think he's really famous and I think he's not working right now. 
Rob Gronkowski. Oh, <laughs> Gronk. Yeah, no, yeah Gronk. It, it is kind of doofus vibes. Of, like, you're not only going athlete, you're going doofus athlete. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah you really, like, stick into the... But I think, like, he would play along. Okay. And I feel like he's really tall and castles are tall. Mm, yeah, yeah, he could climb those steps. No, yeah. I had Adam Rapon. I would have gone that route, but we've done castings like this where I have chosen him for the athlete spot. I know, and I feel like he has been trying to, like not go down this road though he should go down he should i know what are you doing he's made for it yeah like he would be the kate chastain of whatever season sure okay so i have three more left and they're all like miscellaneous bravo okay do you have anything outside that before we start uh i'll clean it up at the end okay so i want to go emreet from family karma because oh. we need some LGBTs. I mean, we already have one. Yeah, in I, I, unfortunately, I'm like not familiar with him, other than just like knowing that there is an LGBT character. So I'm him. trying to get my scholarship soon, but I just mm-hmm. tuned into Family Karma on Sunday night, and okay. very interesting show because mm-hmm. they're fully breaking the fourth wall okay. while planning their wedding. Yeah, and it's like they're talking about like where cameras will go at the wedding. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay, getting okay. that deep, and I think he's just like such. He's ready to be. Okay, he's ready. Oh, and then he isn't he one of the ones that are. Are friends with the Summerhouse kids or no? Yeah, but he's also like friends with Garcelle. He's like mm. making the rounds. Okay, right. Yeah, keep going. Okay, then I have Hub House, obviously. And we, I have we Hub overwhelm. House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Overlap, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, a Hub House, Candace, Janelle, Household. Explosive. Would be amazing. Yeah. And then my last on my list. Mm. Unexpected, but close to our hearts. Mm. Katie Maloney, Bar and Grill. <gasps> wow. I just think she could potentially thrive here. Yeah. I I was going to dip into Pump for a man slot, but then I was like, I really don't There's want no any, men there. I don't want these men. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You've got four more? So I have... I have to give credit... To, D- to Dave Quinn for this one. God, Dave Quinn, come uh, up. Come up. Every two Please. seconds. You should get a paycheck for this <laughs> yeah, episode. What the fuck? Okay. Melissa Beck. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And she is into it. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, like, I should have named her. She slipped my mind when I was making my list, but of course. Yeah. That would, that would, that would get the ball rolling in terms of, Keeping her in our lives. We do need another role for her soon, please. Mm. Okay. So I think that's all my women. I have Hubhouse, Melissa Beck, Janelle, Candace, Jerry Manthe. So that's okay. five women. Okay. I've only said Derek, Zhao, and Adam Rapon so far. I have Jeff Lewis and the Reza. Oh. Role. And how do you feel about that as a chump? I'm not. Well, I told you. I explained to you what a chump is, and I you know I'm not <laughs> no, one. No, you are. You are. <laughs> no, that's not how that works. I mean, obviously, he'd be very entertaining. I just like. I don't know if I see him doing yeah. a show like this that takes him away from the the radio and away from like his daughter for this long and that sure. kind of thing. Okay. But I mean, like, I would love to see it. I think that's great casting. Okay. Next up. What was my equivalent for this? I don't... Maybe this was like a... Sport? Oh, no, you did sports. No. Johnny Bananas. Johnny Bananas. Yeah, I like him. Mm. 
Or do I like him? Yeah, why not? I watched, he does this weird, like, special thing on whatever, some channel that ended yeah. up being on my New DVR. York, New yeah. York. Where he was with Sonia Morgan that yeah, one time. Yeah, yeah. And then he's, like, in the cabs as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And my last one, Vinny Guadagnino. Oh, yes. Of course. And he's, like, the psychological one on Jersey Shore. And, like, hot. <laughs> but I feel like he would... He would thrive in this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's my my additions to it. Great. I mean, like any mix of all those people mm. would be a little a mix. great. I mean, like let's put them all ten all twenty. Eighteen or, uh, together. No, no, no. no, we had we had three it, overlaps, seventeen. I thought we only had two overlaps. Janelle, Candace, and Hub House. Oh, we did have three. Yeah. So yeah. let's pick three more. Should we pick three more right now? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh I hope I hope we get a cast announcement. If you if you recall, I feel like we were the first people talking about traders. Yeah, like eight months ago. <laughs> but the, with the way that Peacock goes, it's we're not gonna mm. get a cast no- announcement anytime soon. No, think. not a cast announcement. Just like a announcement that we're getting another season. Yeah, uh, pick up. Don't they pick up? Isn't that what it's called? It feels like a lot of people are talking about it, but that mm. also could just be my circles, and I've made everyone chamber. that I know talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Why don't we echo chamber over to Potomac? Let's go. Okay. We're still down in Mexico. We're picking up with like the explosive fight between the Grand Dames. Mm-hmm. Well, there's only one Grand Dame. Yeah, there's only one Grand <laughs> There's one Grand Dame of Potomac, and it is Karen. But we are dipping a toe into fourth wall breaking of mm-hmm. Cherise being like, I cast this show. <laughs> I was living for this because it's just like so blatant how they're talking about it. Mm, yeah. And yeah. it's like, it's not quite, is it saying show? They're more like, I brought together this group yeah which is yeah. this show no exactly but it's like it's just always interesting to hear the line that they have to like straddle to talk about this stuff and i think we're kind of also landing back at robin actually being friends with sharice in real life yeah because they were friends as basketball wives yeah there's so many pictures of them back in the day yeah they love showing all those old pictures of these girls. Yeah. Uh, I, it was hard to follow the funerals and the deaths and. So 
Here it is. I think. <laughs> Here it is. Karen is mad because Sharice came to her mom's funeral. Yes. And leaned into the car that her family was in mm-hmm. and said something along the lines of like, I'm so sorry for your loss. Yeah. And Karen is saying that this was for clout for the show. The show. We've got the other side saying, mainly Giselle saying, why on earth would Sharice drive four hours yeah. to go to an event where there's no cameras and no other cast members for clout for this show? Yeah. And then Karen like made this, this grand, she dropped the gauntlet and she said, if Sharice ever brings this up on the show, then I know it's for clout. Right. And then she did. And now she wants to murder her. Yeah. She really wants to murder her, which I get. I mean, like, I think both sides, there's truth to both sides. Well, then the other side is when Charisse's parent died and she said, Karen just texted me like, sorry for your loss. And then Karen went online and scrolled like a paragraph screen lengths Mm -hmm. worth of message. Charisse said it was one line and Karen said, well, no, it was four lines. But I mean, four... No, 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 no. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. So like four lines sounds like nothing, but four lines in actuality is like a lot to say to somebody who has a death in their family, I think. Yeah, I think you're giving, I think you're giving Karen a little more, more? benefit of the doubt. Okay. I think it's somewhere in between for both. Oh, I think Sharice is full of shit here and I think Karen is also full of shit here. Mm-hmm. I think like this is one of the dumber fights. It's like they're fighting over like who's the queen of Potomac, who's mm-hmm. the... Who's the grand dom? And of course we've been told that Karen is for so long by Karen. Mm-hmm. And I love her. I, obviously I'm more team her than I'm team Charisse. But I just think it's like mm. the, the evidence brought to the table isn't as impressive as one could want it to be. Okay. Well, at least we just go back to the hotel bar and dance the drive back. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I love... I love like us being able to use actual music and like to be in a fully lit hotel bar, <laughs> just like lights up. And I believe this is where Mia and Jacqueline retreat to a bedroom, mm-hmm. but I don't think they really get anywhere. They don't resolve anything at all. Yeah. And it's like, why are we even going with them if they're not going to do shit? Yeah. Where do you see the future of them and this show? I mean, I think that I, I think it, if if Jacqueline comes to the reunion and turns it out, both in look and content, she could come back. I think she has it in her to turn it out for look, as we've seen in confessionals. I know that's like that to me kind of changed my mind a little bit on Jacqueline. And I mean, like she needs some training for the rest of it. I think, I think Jacqueline's right. Yeah. I just think that she gets too emotional, Mm. but that's good. I know, but you can't get too emotional where you're not talking and making a point. Mm -mm. You have to have a little bit of the fight in (laughs) you. She's still got a lot of fight left in her. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Uh, No, I, I think there's more to come. Yeah. No, I would like to see Jacqueline. In the mm. mix. Mm. Okay. It makes more sense. Like, if we're keeping Mia around, I think Jacqueline needs to be there. Well, I think 
what's made Mia even more interesting this year is like the dynamic relationship. Yeah, exactly. But I could also see a world where we get rid of Mia and just be like, cut our losses. Let's move forward. Oh, yeah. I mean, if we're cutting Mia, though, Jacqueline's not coming back. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> just, I want to make sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to the Cenote. Love that. I've never been to one. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we had the option of going to one one time when we were down in Mexico, but like our trip was not long enough mm-hmm. to squeeze in like a activity like that yeah. you know just want to be at the pool just want to like be at the pool have a drink get ready for dinner you know <laughs> all the hard things <laughs> all the hard things yeah i mean ashley is definitely trying to make this more of an experience well she's leaning into like the spiritualness of like this entire thing with the shaman the cenote mm. yeah the gopro in the cenote the gopro yeah and like none of the ladies are into it. They like half of them leave to go find where they're going to eat lunch in the middle of like the swimming part. Mm, yeah. 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 Okay. Where do we land next? They have a little bit of conversation at lunch. And is this where Ashley and Candace talk yeah, about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean the award goes to Candace. Yeah. It's like, thank God. She perfectly put Ashley in her place. Yeah. But like while bringing her along. Yeah. I mean, no, it's the award goes to her because she's putting in her place, but being like, we are going to now be friendly with each other. I know. Except my concern is like in present day. I don't know if that's the talking point. Well, that's this show, baby. Yeah. But on the show. Yes. So like she, she, Candace is able to pull an apology out of, Ashley, mm-hmm. while also kind of like putting Ashley down mm-hmm. by being like, so because of the relationship you were in, you had to come after me. You could, you think I have all these questions. Tell me what my man's doing. What's my man? But mm-hmm. I, I would want to know what my man is doing, but she's like, I'm not worried about my man. Right. Cause I know my man and, and, Ashley wasn't worried about her man for a long time. Only when other people brought it up, she was worried. <laughs> Did we not remember the past how many seasons? She really, I mean, like, well, I mean, she had to be worried to. She either you either need to be worried or you have to be like, our relationship is we don't care what each other are doing. And most of the seasons of the show, Ashley was worried only after other people would talk about. Yeah. Michael's behavior, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, Candace does get the award. She gets the award. Wow. But I loved... Underappreciated, I think. Dr. Wendy, kind of like... As Candace is speaking, giving the... The, like, reaction. Yeah. Because that's her bestie. Like, cheering her on. Yeah. I... I love like the Dr. Wendy Candace friendship. It's a beautiful friendship. I mean, they're both probably the, they are the MVPs of the season. Yeah. And, and, and even though most of the other women are against them, that's fine. Cause like they are both so smart. Like they could take them all on. It's you and me baby against the world. Mm-hmm. It's Thelma and Louise. Yeah. Wasn't the world against them? Then <laughs> see where, see where they <laughs> ended up. Okay. And then we have that last little dinner mm. of the night. That's 
we're get, this is where we get into more Jacqueline and Mia, and then we get into Wendy versus Mia. Mm-hmm. First, oh. and it's Wendy versus Mia, and they're both sitting on either side of Karen again, yes, to yes. the extent that like nobody really noticed that Karen got up and went to the other side of the table <laughs> during that entire interaction. And this is where Wendy, a lot of other stuff, I mean, some other stuff happened during this dinner, but I think the highlight was Wendy with the comeback of like something along the lines of like being a good friend. Yeah. You're like asking me to be a good friend, but you're not a good friend to the person that you're with a friendship with 30 years talking about Jacqueline. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was a mortal combat fatality. It yeah. was like, get over here. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I mean, the I think we're not really going to get to Wendy and Jacqueline until a reunion like a true resolution one way or the other. Wendy and Mia. That as well, but also, oh no, I mean Mia and, and Jacqueline. Yeah. Yeah. All of them. Everyone. <laughs> I mean, thank God the reunion's coming. Yeah. yeah. We're, we, we're filming today as we discussed earlier and previewing Robin versus Karen. Blue eyes. <laughs> Everyone's blue eyes. I mean, Robin is having so many funny moments this year. You got to give it to her. Yeah. I mean, like the start of that fight comes from the Sharice versus Karen stuff that happens at this very dinner table too. Yeah. Like the whole accusations from Sharice about how Karen was in rehab and some of her girlfriends went to Florida to get her out of rehab and like all this other, all these other like huge accusations. I think things keep coming up about Karen this year that quickly fall to the side. But isn't it funny? Weren't these similar accusations that Karen was making against Giselle last year? Like, <laughs> Oh no. At the, the Sing Sing. No, but that, that was like a mental breakdown. Yeah. But it was also like alcohol was also a part oh, of that. I didn't, I didn't at think some point. that. Okay. Yeah. It's just like funny. It's not funny, but it's like interesting how like the same, mm. like accusations are used against the people who are making them mm. at whatever point. Sure. 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 Yeah. No, I forgot about the rehab thing. How is that not a bigger conversation? I don't know, but my guess is the source. And I, my guess is like, obviously everyone loves Karen. Yeah. And it's like, like it feels dirty coming from Sharice. It mm. feels like down low and bad. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting that also we're only filming the reunion now and we're, a few episodes deep into a vacation. Mm-hmm. What what do we have to come? Who knows? I mean, there's a lot of storylines that need to be wrapped mm. up if they're wrapping them up. Yeah. Hopefully they don't leave all the storylines hanging like in uh oh in Salt Lake Salt City. Lake, yeah. I mean, like we've got Robin to wrap up the marriage. We've got Oh, I forgot about the marriage. Yeah. Is this the episode she reveals she's getting married the day after her brother-in-law's wedding? secretly at the destination wedding at the destination wedding. And like some people think it's a great idea. I mean, anyone with a brain would know this is a terrible idea. And I say this is a Robin Stan. I think it's like, so even though like she says, we're going to do it in private. Well, you say that, but you're now on national television if we're being realistic. So your brother's going to know either way. I mean, if anything, okay, you're at a destination wedding. Hop on a plane, go to another destination, 
and do something and then go home. It's like, it's not as bad as the people who propose at weddings. Oh yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Because those people usually do it publicly. Sure. But it's bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Oh, Robin. (laughs) Okay, shall we jump on over to Miami? A joy. Oh my God. This is it. I mean, this is the Dr. Nicole episode. A star was, I mean, like a star had been born, but like a star, like what's it called when a star becomes like a supernova? (laughs) supernova. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it like exploded and then it was like shooting across the sky. (laughs) I mean, we're picking up with the Larsa Nicole fight at Alexia's event and then closing with Nicole's engagement party. Mm -hmm. So it's like start to finish Nicole episode. Mm -hmm. And... I gotta say, Nicole at the event is just handling it so well. Mm-hmm. Like the the you slept with every doctor accusation. Here's the thing: if you need, if you're in the Miami area and you need a calm, cool, collected anesthesiologist mm. who can get the job done, I'm going to Dr. Nicole Martin. Yeah, Larsa pulling over Marisol for an assist, and that's a basketball term, by the way. Yeah. An assist or pulling over? The assist. Yeah, because pulling over is what you do in a car Mm, as a police officer. Yeah. And of course, Larsa could have said, like, the sky's purple. And Marisol would have been like, yeah, Nicole, like, are you an idiot? Don't you see it's purple? Well, Marisol is what they call a soldier for the old guard. Mm. So she's fighting for the OGs right now. And I mean, like, love Marisol, but this OG alliance doesn't look good on any of the OGs. To me, yeah. the OGs excluding Adriana, who they kicked over to the newbies. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they they all hate Gertie and they hate Dr. Nicole. Yeah. Except like Gertie is good with Larsa and Nicole is not really good with any of them. And like, I hate when people are like, well, they're jealous, but I think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen. None of the other girlies have us flying on their private planes. Yeah. Yeah. None of them are getting engaged in a bank vault. Mm, Yeah. In honor of their Vegas serendipitous meeting in the lobby. Yeah. Adriana's already trying to set up Lisa at the event. I love. Psychotic. I love. Let the, let like, let the ink dry. But Adriana, you know what's happening in her brain. I need to get in there. Yeah, of course. I need to like do something. Yes, and it's like how can how do I fit into this scene? I mean, later when she's like, she makes the guy she's dating print out like Mm. his divorce settlement to bring (laughs) to the party. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Of course, Alexia's speech during the event. Beautiful, beautiful. It's like as much, and then like we hate Alexia later in the episode. It's the thing. It's the thing with like it's Judician. It's Judician. It's. Giselleian, mm. it's like Giselle can be like the most conniving, like down low, dirty player in the game sometimes. And I say that as a Giselle fan, do yeah. I have to remind the crowd? Yeah. But like the moment she's with her kids, it's like everything else is out the window. Hate to love them and love to hate them. It's because some of these women are actually like really good moms and it shows. In yeah. The show. Yeah. Sure. 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 Okay. Uh, <laughs> Gertie playing heads up with the family. <laughs> As somebody who loves heads up, 
I would have not bet. I would have not been as miserable as most of her family was for most of this game. Well, it was funny. Like it was truly misery until we got to the Star Wars Star Wars round where Russell and the older son have Killed never it. been happier. Killed it. <laughs> They've never. And then once we got the, the assistant driver, in yeah, there, yeah. I went. <laughs> Horrible bosses. Uh, horrible bosses. <laughs> and she says, it says whore what? <laughs> I was dying. Russell's face went with the horrible bosses joke. His <laughs> face was so red because he was laughing so hard. I love Russell. Uh, I am okay with him. I like a mouse in the house mm-hmm. who loves Star Wars. What's not to love? Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> Actually, like they famously, the fans hate Jar Jar. I know, but I love Jar Jar. <laughs> I know. So you, maybe you and Russell might not get along there. Okay. Julia and her stylist, I want to say. Also, is this dog an actual service dog? Ooh, well, you know, I was thinking it. What service is he providing? <laughs> right. And like, if we're eating outside, do we have to throw the service dog thing on? Like, mm-hmm. also, I love animals. Mm. And as, I don't know if we need to bring one to every gathering. No, we do need to bring one to every gathering. I mean, I like it when it's the goat. Because mm. yeah, that's no, funny. That's El- camp. I know Elvis should have been in the building. Yeah. Not Zoro, just, one of the vests on him. Not Zoro. <laughs> Isn't it sick I know these animals' names? <laughs> Elvis. We should get... Oh, they should get Elvis the goat together with Austin Butler. I know. Like, that would have been... Per- like, that would have been the perfect Bravo Spawncon. Like, Julia and Elvis, Elvis watching, watching Elvis. the film. Isn't this a great movie? And commenting on his voice and how it's going to yeah. stay like that forever. It's going to stay forever. <laughs> That's actually like, this isn't a podcast about like celebrity mm-hmm. culture in that way, but that is some of the best discourse that mm-hmm. exists right now. It feels very 2015. I mean, I just didn't know what was going on. Also, did you see Vanessa Hudgens has commented on it? <gasps> Ooh. What'd she say? She said like, oh, well. crying, <laughs> crying, crying, emoji. Like laughing. crying, la- like crying, laughing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, we're with the, with, with Zorro and the, Stylist, we're talking about adoption, adopting, and don't say gay in Florida. Which, like that segment, the don't say gay segment was really great, but it's like the it feels like Julie is going into this adoption thing without doing any research except mm. for talking to the stylist. Yeah, sure. about his personal experience. Well, when where we land later, when like Julie is making the announcement that like as if like the adoptee is arriving tomorrow mm-hmm. to Nicole. It's too soon. Like, like Nicole's responding to it. As if, like, that is what Julia said. Because the way, yeah, she presents it like it's happening, like, the kids here tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't even started. She hasn't even started talking to adoption agencies yet. And then as per the preview, it sounds like it's not going to be an easy thing for them to pursue. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, I've, I've complimented... Anthony in the past on his eagerness to be an active participant of the show, mm-hmm. but he's definitely going down the route of like a husband that gets too involved. Oh, you think how so? Well, with like the, the dragging of Larsa. Oh yeah. 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 When he like commented about her, butt, I was like, maybe <laughs> let's not go that far. 
<laughs> I mean, and then they're like going into the the maiden name. She's like, what's the, they're like, what's the maiden name? No one knows the maiden name. Mm-hmm. She would never go back to the maiden name. <laughs> yeah. It's Van Campion almost. It's Van, it's, um, it's Peter. Peter. Very bar one. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, like. I enjoyed their scene together because they also like ordered so much food that's so well. So good. They order so well. Yeah. They're the best orders. Yeah. Kai, you heard it here first. <laughs> Stop pandering to Instagram accounts. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh. Gertie at Larsa's. And a, a knock on the door. First of all, before we get to the knock, let's get to Gertie's knock. Okay. Gertie looks so cute. Oh, she looked like a little like bunny rabbit. <laughs> yeah, she had the little Gaga, like 2008, 2009 mm. hair bow. Yeah, very chic. Really very chic. Let's bring that look back. Okay. I don't even know what she was doing there. They were eating, they were making a stir fry. They were having rosé and like eating chicken breasts. Yeah. It was a little concerning watching the raw chicken breasts on the wooden cutting board, but... To each their own. Yeah. And then the son, one of the sons was there and he mm. had just baked. Yeah. Are we trying to get a business about him baking? Bethany bakes to, to a point away? Exactly. <laughs> to a point away? <laughs> was that in English? <laughs> You're having a psychotic break. Okay. Yeah. So then we're sitting at the table and a, a second knock on the door. <laughs> Special delivery. Ms. Pippin. <laughs> And we're like so excited to open it. I know this black box. And it's a mirror. And Larsa tries to read. First of all, Gertie's like, oh my God, this is so cute. Is she, is this like a, an apology? An apology? <laughs> is, no, then she's like, is this an invitation for something? I hope I got one. <laughs> like you already got the invitation <laughs> for the engagement party. Larsa doing her very best. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fake one of all? <laughs> I mean, who knew Larsa Pippen would join the ranks of Leah Michelle in 2023? <laughs> Unable to read. Uh, you know, like this would have been a time to do a bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. Like, let me do another take. <laughs> Please. I could read. I promise you. I mean, bravo to Dr. Nicole. Like, this yeah. is how to behave as a housewife. Yeah. Just send this, like... Send a disinvitation. Disinvitation. It was so good. And, like, the added cherry on top was the fact that Larsa wasn't able to read it. <laughs> Did you hear... Just a small tangent. Did mm. you hear this, like, rumor that people thought that Joe Giudice... No. Joe Gorga was illiterate because anytime he would receive, like, a card or something on the show, he'd hand it to the person next to him and be like, read this for me. Oh my God, I've never seen I've that. I've heard this rumor before. Oh my God, I have to go on TikTok. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, at the at the engagement party, Kiki makes a big thing about not liking Julia and I already forgot about what that was. Me too. It was that fight on the boat where she stormed off the Burger King. But was that a fight with Julia? Yeah, Julia was a part of it because it was like... I thought it was Adriana and Yeah, but Kiki? then Julia... Oh, but it's yeah. a shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Hmm. D- Nicole's dad acting out. But this is just how Miami guys are. <laughs> <laughs> that being like... Okay. So that being like kind of Alexia's like thesis here mm. 
And like given the Herman Munster shoes, that was her ex, Herman. Mm, yeah, yeah. Given we've seen Aviva's dad, Aviva's dad, yeah, Nicole's mm. mom, dad. Yeah. There was one other example that I was going to bring up, mm. but I'm like, these men are all cut from a similar cloth. Sure. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, when he's, he's like, I want to tell you a secret. And then it, it sounds like he's going into, if he comes home one day, seeming like he cheated on you, don't make a big deal of it. And, like, and she's like cutting it off before he could land there. <laughs> what grace she had mm. under this pressure. Well, she goes from that into almost like a firing squad at her own engagement party of all the women being like, wait, why wouldn't you invite Larsa? Like, but like, Oh, Lars is actually right. You know, like, it's not that big of a deal that she said this to you. It's so stupid. It's like these women sometime like last week, I'm like, I love Mary Saul this week. I'm like, she's such a loser coming in. In her white dress. <laughs> I mean, demonic. That is demonic. Never since Alex McCord walked into that wedding in season four. Mm. Do you remember that fight? No. That was a good one. You need to refresh yourself before Ultimate Girls Trip 4. Mm, okay. Was it, but wasn't it a fight about like someone else wearing a dress? Wasn't it like Ramona fighting with someone about wearing it? It was no, a Ramona and Alex were like white and off white to a wedding. And oh. then there was a fight about Ramona's friend wearing the, the brother's suit. suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm thinking about this. I'm focused on the suit. Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. It all happened the same episode though. Okay. Wow. I mean, Dr. Nicole's episode. She's. The mother I never had. She's the mother. <laughs> the sister I always wanted. Wow. Okay. Let's, kidding. I love my mom and my sisters. Let's get to our freak of the week and the one true queen. Our freak of the week this week is one Brandy Glanville. And let, let's build the backstory first. It's not like a true freak. It's just like a... Oh, right. It's not like I'm nailing her to the cross. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So Alex McCord started on the heels of... The big rugged forecast announcement. Mm-hmm. She's like, I've been out of the loop and I want to know about my future castmates. Yeah. So we're going to do a post every day and all you Bravo fans, all the stands, mm-hmm. use the word stands, are going to tell me about these ladies, blah, blah, blah. So she starts, and I think the first one was Brandy Glanville. But they're all like worded so nicely. It's like, I want to hear about these yeah. fabulous ladies who are yeah. my co-host. Hashtag. Co- yeah. <laughs> so when she posted Brandy Glanville, I responded. I said, oh, I think she's going to protect you. Oh, and you've been using those like crying eyes emojis a lot. On- no, the, the, the eyes welling up. Yeah, that's crying. Yeah. Happy. Uh, so I say that. And then Brandy lets me down right away. (laughs) She tweets like a screenshot of the post saying, this bitch ever heard of YouTube? I hope this post got her a few new followers. Yeah. This is like classic Brandy though. I know, but I just like was going into it thinking like Brandy would think she would be cute or like sincere. The thing is, this will like start like a, this will start the season off in an interesting way. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like, can you imagine day one, Brandy confronts Alex about this? (laughs) For her post. (laughs) But I will say, I'll give it to the two T's. 
They both came to Alex's defense oh. on Two Teas in the Pod this week. What they say? Basically saying they both thought that it was like a really good idea. Thought it was mm. like really cute, really fun. Tara's been actually responding. I know in Tara's the been in the comments like every other <laughs> it's post. Like the two of us and like her. <laughs> Not like one other person really. Taylor Armstrong. Mm. was and then I think Gretchen responded to the one about her okay yeah yeah, yeah. but Taylor Armstrong responded to the one about Eva Marcel oh what did you yeah. say just like She's I guy. got so close to her on yeah. our season yada 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 yeah wow okay our one true queen and I mean you've been yelling it from the rooftops for years mm-hmm. but I finally caught up to you Kate Chastain <laughs> the star of the traitors the star of the traitors undeniable <laughs> I mean, she knows how to make television. And it's like, she's so good at it in the way that like, Mm. I try to watch Below Deck now. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I loved about Below Deck when I watched it, I watched, I started with Med and then I started, then I did regular, was that there were these like two strong chief stews who were like the stars with the captains who were consistent. Yeah. And like, it just hasn't been the same since Kate hasn't been there. So did she behave on below deck? Like how she behaved in the castle? Not as badly, Mm. but she definitely like had a mouth. She definitely like, there were times where she like got into it with certain, uh, guests even, but then like won some over famously. But if you're a stew, you're kind of in charge, right? Yeah, but you still like Chiefs do one might say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I mean she's really good. I mm. think the Curse family should go back and watch her mm. seasons, or at least try to watch like some of her yeah. below deck greatest hits. And then like we really, I think the moral of the story is we really need to find a place on reality TV for Kate Chastain to be. Mm. I want like a an Ultimate Girls trip that breaks all the rules. I think we do Ultimate Girls Trip that is various stars from, it, I think some Housewives, but then like yeah. some like Below Deck, some Pump Rules, some Summer House, yeah. some Family Karma, yeah. some Shaws. Yeah. Like I'd love to see Mercedes. <laughs> Who's a chump? Yeah. <laughs> she's a chump. She's a, it sounds like, she, like you were saying she's a trump. <laughs> oh my God. I think that's it. Wow. What a week. As usual, head on over to comethroughqueen.com. Links to Patreon. You have a supersized pre-show this week. Emily the Criminal, uh, Drag Race, The Hills. I mean, The Hills is in the conversation these days. Yes, Cynthia and Mike. Cynthia and Mike. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren Conrad and... Kristen Cavallari. For a special treat, watch me try to land on Kristen Cavallari's name. Uh, so yeah, of course, links to socials, Facebook group, blah, blah, blah. And like, comment, subscribe, watch your retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.